0: It's so good to see you guys. Happy Mother's Day. We want to say happy Mother's Day to all the moms. We want to welcome everybody online, especially the Grayson campus. So good to see you guys. Thanks for tuning in. God's doing some great things in Carter County. I don't know if you know this or not, but we are one church in two locations here in Moorhead and also in Grayson, and so we're so thankful for them as well. It is Mother's Day, so i got to give a few shout-outs real quick. Number one, give a shout-out to my mom. She's here on the front row. Uh, she's one of the strongest people that I know. Uh, what she's gone through in her life and what she's done and what she means to me. Now to see her and her faith. And, and now she's preaching at me now. You know what I'm saying? Not that she didn't preach that, but now she's really encouraging me. Seeing how much she's just growing in the Lord. I love you, Mom. You're amazing uh, for what you do. Second is my wife, who's the mother of our four kids. She's unbelievable. You know, when we graduated college, we got married, and she said, someday— i like to be a stay-at-home mom. I said, okay, we got to plan for that financially. How do we make sure that it happens? And she got her MBA, and then she got her rank one in principalship. And even though she never became a principal, she's still a principal. You know what I'm saying, right? And I'll never forget, we got a picture of her last day at work. It was almost it was 15, almost 16 years ago. She came home, picked up my first son, and, and she said, this is what I'll do for the rest of my life, give my life to him. And I said, honey, that's awesome. That's great. And to see her sacrifice that she's made for our family, for me, I'm so much indebted to her. And she's a wonderful wife. She's a wonderful mom. I want to give a shout to her. And then one more person. That's uh, indirectly, that has influenced even as, as, a, as a mom, is my mother-in-law. She's here today. I know a lot of times I give mother-in-law jokes, and y'all are like, he must not like his mother-in-law. I got a good mother-in-law. No, we're like, cool. You know what I'm saying? She loves me. I love her. I think she loves me. <laughs> but anyway, um, but to see that how she raised her daughter, my wife, and the principles she's instilled to my wife that has instilled into my kids has indirectly, and also has played a role in my life as well. So I want to make sure I give a shout out to my mother-in-law as well. You know, when you think about Mother's Day, this is this is, this is kind of a, a tricky day, right? One, I'm not a mother or a woman. So, you know, sometimes that's a little tricky, right? How are we going to talk to moms and Mother's Day? And I thought like, let's go and, you know, we come, and we say, moms, you're great, you're awesome. Here's 10 more things you can do as if you need something else to your to-do list. You know what I'm saying? And so today's a little different. I, I'm going to take a different approach to this. So moms, you get to kind of hang out today and we're gonna I'm gonna speak to everybody else who's kind of not a mom and a kind of not like you are you're not a mom right who's not really a mom and I'm gonna share some ways that I believe that we can help moms out because there's some things that I believe that moms really truly need and so before we jump into the meat of that let me some things as my observation married to a woman who's the mother of our children having a mom myself here's some things that I believe that every mom needs every mom needs a nap can I get a witness Right? I've seen that. Moms, listen, if you never say amen in church, this is the Sunday to say amen. You have permission to go amen, preach it, you go PD, whatever you feel good of saying because this is your day, right? I think every mom needs, this From observation, dry shampoo. Am I preaching now? <laughs> to some, some like, what's that? You're not a mom, right? You, you don't understand that, right? Every mom needs Amazon Prime. Come on. Amazon Prime. I believe, listen to me, every mom needs a remote starter on the car. Receive it in the name of Jesus, right? Somebody get mom a remote starter for a car with their groceries and the kids that she carries. And if you don't understand this, you're definitely not a mom, but every mom needs a Roomba, right? Something that's going to clean and vacuum for them, uh, maybe three or four Roombas. But anyway, and I know that's kind of funny, we just kind of joke about that, but when we think about Mother's Day a lot of times, I'm not naive, so naive to understand that Mother's Day is a little tricky because we all come in with different understanding of Mother's Day. We come in from different backgrounds, different baggages, different paths, different scenarios. And there's so many different ranges of emotions right now in this house. We have some of you today, you have a great mom. Your mother is wonderful. You inspire to be just like your mom because you have such an amazing, amazing mother. Some of you, are reminded that you had a great mom. And today this is a little difficult for you because this may be the first Mother's Day that mom's not at the table, that mom's not here celebrating with her photo and a flower and a picture with her or the grandkids. And I know that that's be a tough scenario. Some of you, you had no mother. You may have had one, but she was absent. And now today's a little mixed baggage because you're like, I really never had that person in my life to be there for me, to teach me to be a woman, to show me certain things, or help me in motherhood. And, And today brings a little different baggage for you because a little mixed emotion because you had an absent mother. Some of you, you're trying to become a mom. You're doing everything the doctor has told you to do. You've tried the inventory. You've tried everything. You've taken the medicine. You've took the shots. You're practicing. You did everything you know what to do. And now you're like, God, why not me? I want to be a mom so bad. Are you punishing me? Are you saying I want to be a good enough mom? Because all the lies that the devil wants to speak to you as you're trying to become a mom, you're like, well, I just not, must not be good enough. And so I'm not so naive to understand that the weight of the emotions in this place. Even it's a great day to celebrate. And we come and we put our smile face on and moms are great, you're glad you're here and you bring your families to church, but I understand that everyone's at a different level. And then there's some of you, you used to be a mom. And the ultimate thing that you have buried a child or your child has passed away and today on Mother's Day, you relive that one moment or that moment that we all don't want to look forward to that as parents, we should go before our children, right? It's like life is not fair and, you bring that emotion so i'm not so naive to not understand and sense that today is mixed with different emotions across the board and i understand that and so when you come in your mother's day it's like can we just give a message like here's 10 things you can do mom to be a better mom as if there's more that you can do hey mom here's some things you could do to kind of lighten your load so i don't want to come here today and, and add to your mom's list because you have a lengthy lengthy list I'm not here today to say, keep your head up. It's going to get easier because most likely it probably won't. I'm not here today to say, if you'll just try more and pray more and trust more, because you're like, pastor, I'm doing that. And so today I took a different approach, a different spin. I've never done this before on Mother's Day. In fact, as speaking to moms, I want to speak to everyone who's not a mom. Because I want to share with you some ways that I've seen that I think that every mom needs and how you and I can help moms out. And so there's things that I think, that I sit down I start thinking about this. You know, I know I'm not a mom. I get that. But I, I sit here and start walking through some things. What are some things that I believe that moms need? And what are some things we can do to help moms out? Because it's tough. I see it. I, I, I see it. It's tough to be a mom. You know, Paul writes in Ephesians 6.2. He's talking to children and he writes this. He says, honor your father and your mother. Now, I know there's so many different ways to carry that, and there's so many things because some of you are going, well, I had an absent father. I had an absent mother. How do I, how do, I do that? Dad's hung tight, six weeks. We have Father's Day coming up. We'll talk about that later. Do you know where Paul gets this from? He gets this from one of the Ten Commandments. Like some reason in God in his sovereignty in the Old Testament writes out the, the Ten Commandments, right? Gives it to, to Moses. And, and he writes there that you're to honor your father and your mother because God knows. That your spiritual vitality, your emotional vitality, who you are determines a lot of times on how we honor, how we portray that. As we honor our mothers and our fathers. And so what I want to do with you is I'm going to share with you just a few things. Actually, there's five of them. There's a few things. And it's not an exhausted list. I understand that. It's not an exhausted list. But some things that I see. Just for my observation that I believe that we can do to help moms out. Because there are some things that I believe that every mom needs. And I believe if you're a mom, this is going to apply to you. Like this is going to touch you in some way or form that you'll realize, okay, one or the other may be more important to you. But there are some things that I believe that every single moms need. And that's what I'll walk through today. So if you're ready to get started, say so let's go. Y'all are hungry for some chicken. I know y'all want to hurry and get out of here. All right, here we go. Here's the first thing, number one, I believe that every mom needs encouragement. Like I believe every single mom on the planet needs encouragement. You can never encourage too much to a mother. You can never give too much affirmation to a mom. Every mom needs encouragement. So let me break this down to where I believe this should come from. Let me speak to the dads in the house real quick. The lady you're married to is the wife of your children. They need your encouragement. They need to know from you that you matter, that you're making a difference in our kids' life. You're doing a great job in raising our kids. I believe in you. You got this. You can do this. When's the last time, Dad, that you looked at your wife, the mother of your children, and says, "You're doing an amazing job with our children"? When's the last time that has happened? That you would speak. And, and I know sometimes we're like, well, guys like, well, I'm not really an emotional guy. I don't really know how to talk and communicate. I go to ball games. I see you yell at referees. You're very emotional. <laughs> how, how, how can we? Because what happens is, ladies, they take it for granted. I know he knows you do a good job and thank you for all that you do. But he doesn't say it. And mom needs to hear it. Every mom needs this encouragement. They need this affirmation in their life. And dads, listen, that's, you should be the biggest cheerleader for them. When's the last time you looked at your wife as the mother of your children and say this to her, I appreciate you. I appreciate all that you do. What you do does not go unnoticed. You are making a difference. When's the last time you told her that? Now, I know what's going to happen today. Here's what's going to happen. You're going to go. You're going to get you some I bought you from a gas station. You know, I know. I know what's going to happen today. And you're going to go home. You're going to let the day go. Let it sink in a little bit, go through. And then you're going to get the courage. Your hands are going to sweat a little bit. And then you're going to like, okay, I should tell her this. Why? Because Pastor Daniel has to say this. And Pastor Daniel said, this is what a woman needs. And I need to do this because my wife needs this. And, and you're going to go and you're going to look at her and go, honey. Which is really big for him because he's already run out of his words by noon today. You know that. All of his words have been used up by noon. And it's going to be really big. And he's going to look at you. He's going to mush up the courage. He's going to be a little, <clears throat> a little nervous. He's going to say, honey, um, I appreciate all you do for our family. And I know you because you're a mom. You're going to put your hand up on your hip. You're going to swing your hair because you know how to do that. And you're going to get sassy because moms are sassy. Here's what you're going to say. You're only saying that because Pastor Daniel told you to say it. <laughs> I already know it. <laughs> right? And then here's what happens, and we laugh at that, but now he feels defeated because he's trying to practice what I preach. So ladies, look at him, smile, he's so cute. (laughs) Thank you, honey, for trying, right? You're right, encourage, so here's what happened, encourage him back, receive it, because he's trying to put into practice some things that he's learning, So when he does say that to you and say, honey, I appreciate all that you do today, don't just blow it off, say thank you, receive it. But listen to me, dads, she doesn't need it just once a year. She needs to hear it from you very often, I appreciate what you do. You are making a difference in her life. Here's the second thing that group of people that needs to encourage moms, grandparents. If you're a parent and you've had kids and now your kids have kids, they need encouragement from you. And a lot of times they don't get encouragement from their parents. You know why? Because they're not doing the way that you used to do it. Because you think it works for you in, the, in your generation how you raise your kid at work, and now you want to teach them how to raise their kid. Well, I wouldn't let them spend 30 extra minutes on that iPad. We didn't even have iPads, Mom. <laughs> right? Because this is what happened. What worked for you, you're in your zone, and you think you should press down. Listen to me, parents. You know what you need to tell your kids with Parents. I'm proud of you. You're becoming a great mother. You are a great mother. I believe you can do it. When they come to you and say, Mom, help me. Johnny's like struggling in school, or her help me have some attitude issues, or hey, they're not being obedient. Listen, it's okay. You're gonna get through this. If anybody can figure this out, it's you. Grandparents, you need to speak this to your daughter. Because she either looks up to you, tries to be like you, wants the approval of you. But sometimes it's hard because you're always critical of how they're raising their children. Mom needs your encouragement. And so grandparents, listen, look at your daughter and say, I'm proud of you. The woman that you're becoming, taking your kids to church, letting them go to youth, raising them up in the right. I'm proud of you. Are they perfect? No. Let me help you. Say, There's no such thing as a perfect mom. So we believe this lie, we try to be perfect because we're so conditioned from this world that we think because of Instagram and Facebook, there's perfect everything. There's no such thing as a perfect mom. And listen to me, grandparents, you need to speak this to your daughter and say, I believe in you. You are doing an amazing job. And then another group of people that moms need encouragement from are moms. Moms need to encourage moms. And you know what the problem is a lot of times? Moms don't really encourage each other. Moms actually compete sometimes. Where you get a bunch of moms and go, well, let me tell you about Johnny. Johnny fell and do this. Well, let me tell you about Sarah. She fell, but she caught herself because she's a trampolinist. And she knows how to do all this gymnast stuff. I mean, and mom has story back and back and forth. And here's what happens. We begin to sit there on Facebook and Instagram and look at all these perfect highlight rules of everybody else. And we begin to compare ourselves to other moms. Well, I'm not as good as that mom. I'm not as fit as that mom. Well, I wish my kid would say something cute so I can pin on Facebook. You know, my kid don't say nothing ever cute. And what happens, you're sitting there comparing yourself to a picture or video. Moms, we need to stop comparing ourselves and stop celebrating ourselves in our uniqueness. You're not them. We need to cheer each other on, mom, because if anybody gets it, moms, you do. So mom and moms need to encourage one another, cheer one another, not compete against each other, or compare yourself to another mom because they are not you. You don't have their kids. You don't have their situation. You're not in that, you know, environment. You are you. So be you. So moms, listen, think about this. How do we encourage each other? How do we encourage one another instead of competing? Let's celebrate our uniqueness. Let's celebrate that someone else's child had an accomplishment that your child didn't accomplish. Let's celebrate that with them. Versus beat ourselves up and thinking, well, I'm not good enough, or I'm failing as a mom, or I, I can't get my kids together for a photo like that. And we only see their highlight reel. We don't see behind the scene. Because let's let's just face it, there's no such thing as a perfect family. And there's no such thing as a perfect dad. There's no such thing as a perfect parenting. And there's no such thing as a perfect mom. But we see everything that seems perfection, and we believe that's what we should Aspire to be. So I just want to encourage you, moms encourage one another. Here's the second thing that I think moms need. I think every mom needs quality time. Every mom needs quality time. This is different for every single person. Maybe it's a family night. Maybe it's game night. Maybe it's movie night. I don't know. But every mom has a a unique thing for them that's quality time. And for me, let me just break down a few things because a few groups of people that need to work through this. I think mom needs quality family time. And here's what happens, dads, kids. We got to find out what's mom's favorite quality family time and make that happen and guard it. For my wife, it's dinner time. She wants everyone around the table. She's cooked over. She's got a great meal. Homegirl can cook. It's so good. And she wants everybody to sit down, no electronics, no nothing at the table. I know that's her quality time. She loves that. So I try to do everything I can, and sometimes I mess up with that. She goes, honey, I like to eat with everybody. Okay, kids, come on right now. And I round them up like a big rodeo, all four of the kids, and we get around the table, right? Because I know that's her quality time. Game time, like game time. When she loves cars and stuff, when we get together as a family, that's quality time for her. Everyone's different. Maybe for you, it's just walk around the block with your family. Maybe it's just being outside. But listen, dads and children, we got to figure that out. What is mom's quality time as a family? Because she desires that. And find out what that is and let's make that happen. Let's do that for our moms. Let me tell you something else she needs quality time with her husband. Because there's gonna come a day, these gremlins that you're raising in your house are gonna go off. And all there's gonna be is you and him. And I see this play out. Marriage has made the whole marriage. The focus of the kids, the kids are gone. They don't know each other anymore. They're just a roommate. And marriages that are 20, 30, 40 years ends because they don't know each other anymore. Because they made it all about everything else instead of the relationship. The greatest thing that I can do for my children is to display a healthy, godly marriage. And that can't happen if I don't have time with my wife or she doesn't have time with me. And you've got, and I know there's different stages of life because if you have little kids, young kids, toddlers, it's tough. But you need to figure out how to have quality time with your husband, with your wife, because there'll come a day, it's just gonna be you too. And you've got to figure this out and work this out together, whether that's a date night, whatever it may be. You've got to find time to make this happen. And then listen, every mom needs quality time with themselves. I'm gonna talk about in just a moment, two big emotions that moms go through, especially when it comes to themselves. Like, can I find time just for myself, just for a moment? What is that? Dads, listen, what is that quality time that she likes for herself? And let's figure it out and help her to get that. For a lot of moms, quality time alone by themselves is that Kroger walking through the aisles because no kids are with them. I'll go get the groceries. Right? Because I've got two hours of me and canned food. <laughs> Just don't let her go while she's hungry, bro. she come back a $400 bill, man. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. Right? But you got to find out what is that quality time for mom, and mom needs that quality time. Here's a third one. Every mom needs a hug. That's what I'm going to call on this one. You know, I asked my wife, I was yesterday, I was like, listen, I, I know you're a mom. You've been a mom now for 15 years of four kids here working through this. Hey, here's what I'm going through. Help me preach this message. I'm not a mom. And then I talked to my mom yesterday. I said, hey, mom, here, you know, help me here. I, I, I think I'm changing this up a little bit. I'm, I'm going to go through a message like, what do I believe that moms need? And I, I don't know everything that moms need. So help me preach this. And she looked at me and she said, first thing out of her mouth, every mom needs a hug. Every mom needs a hug. And I'll never forget this. The other Friday night we was at uh, my wife and I, we went on a date night and we came home Friday night, and I was pulling in the driveway, and the kids were outside playing, and I saw my four-year-old, she was running down the driveway because she saw my truck. So I stopped at the end of the driveway. And I didn't want to keep rolling forward while she's running. Stop, put it in park, and my wife jumps out, and you can hear, right? Mommy, mommy, mommy. And then you know what a mom does. They scoop them up because every mom loves when their kid runs to them, and when their kid hugs them, and when they brace them, you hear those pitty patty foots running across the floor and they're running to you, mom. Doesn't that just warm your heart? Because there's no snuggle warm like mama warm. You know what I'm talking about? But then what hit me is even though you're 42 years old and you have four children now, your mom still wants you to hug her. And every mom needs a hug. Every mom needs to be embraced by their child, whether you're an adult child or not, and say, Mom, I love you. I appreciate you. But let me tell you, she needs to hug her. Dad, you do. Dad, at the same time, you could knock out two of these. You could go and hug your wife and say, I appreciate you. Thank you for all you do. And she's going to look at you and say, what do you want? You haven't done this in years. Say, I don't want nothing. Come here. Hug her. Because she wants that. She needs that. And then look at her and say, I appreciate everything you do for our family. And what you sacrifice and how you take. I just want to say thank you. I'm telling you, I believe that moms need that. And that will go a very long way. Fourth thing I believe that every mom needs, every mom needs a little surprise every now and then. Every mom needs a little surprise every now and then. I'm not talking about the surprise you come home from school and your kid's got a rash. Ah, I don't need that surprise. <laughs> you got to try to hurry and get to the doctor. Or you get a call from the school nurse. Well, Johnny hit him again. Ah, no, not that surprise, right? Don't need, I, I, I want a good surprise. What I mean by that? Every now and then, mom needs a little surprise, a little gift. Maybe it is that card from your dad or from the kids Maybe it's that little things of flower. My son, Jake, he's in second grade. He goes to his little piggy bank and he takes out some money. and says, dad, come here. And I got a sheet of paper. And he opens up here and says, it says I could give some money and get mom flowers. Can I do this? I said, honey, that's your money if that's what you want to do. So he takes his little money to school and he comes back and, and he gets his, you could, I, I can't believe how many flowers you could buy for $10. It's amazing. Like, I mean, just the whole thing, you know, come and he brings home and he's like pulling out his bag, mom, here's one. And she's like, I'm going to have to take care of these. You know, i got to go some potted flowers now. i got to go buy some more stuff from lunch. It's like a pet. It's kind of a bad gift because you got to keep taking care of that thing, right, once I give it to you. Here's a bunny. It only costs $2. It's going to cost me $200 at the vet. You know, I'm like, okay. But it is. I'm not bitter at that. But anyway, and, 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 and he pulls out this one and says, but mom, here's my last one. It's a winter one because I know you love winter. And mom's like, ah! See, moms are not materialistic. But this one little gift... One little token of appreciation. You know, maybe it is that date night. But for you, for me, I can't do a surprise date night. It's got to be planned. I married a principal, and you better have it planned. Let me view it as a shopping spree on a budget. Here's a gift card. Honey, I appreciate you. Thank you for all you've done. That little gift goes somewhere. And not that it's not materialistic, and not, and not that that might be the love language as a gift, but every mom likes a gift. Help them. Dads, we could do this. Children, we could do this. People, moms, we could give and help each other out and appreciate one another by showing them through even giving and generosity. But you've got to figure out what that is. And I'm just sort of encourage you. This is the way that we can help moms. Because listen, they carry this weight that we don't carry. I understand it as a guy. I understand what it, the weight I carry to provide for my family, to lead my family to financially make sure to take care of my family. I understand the weight that comes with it, but listen to me, Dad. I know, well, I work my 60 hours a week. It's hard to come home. I know, but you don't know the weight that she carries. And you don't know what she has to go through. So, Dad, come on, if we're going to lead, we lead by example, by helping them out, which leads to my fifth and final thing that I believe that every mom needs. Every mom needs help. Every mom needs help. And dads, you can do this. Children, you can do this. Every single mom needs help. Because let me tell you something about moms. Most of them, if not all of them, are tired. They're tired. And they deal with these twin emotions all the time exhaustion and guilt. They are exhausted because they do so much. But then they feel guilty because they don't believe they do enough. And most moms carry these two things. I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. Then you take a moment just for yourself to breathe, and then you feel so guilty because you're not filling the blank. And most moms, honestly, they don't rest. I know there's different stages of life. Your kids are toddler, maybe you got teenagers, maybe they're empty nest, and you now rest a little bit more than normal, but at the end of the day, most moms are tired because most moms don't rest. And I'm not talking about physical rest so much as I'm talking about soul rest. Listen to what Jesus says in Matthew 11:28. 28. The context is not towards mothers, but the context will apply to you who, who are moms. Listen to what he says, come to me, moms, come to me. All of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, I know the weight that you're carrying, Mom. But if you'll come to me, I will give you rest. I will be your rock, your refuge, your hiding place. I will be the place that will regenerate you, your soul. Because Mom's carry, Am I doing good enough? Am I raising my kid up? Will my kid go sideways? Will my kid go AWOL? But what if I don't do it right? What if i scar my kids? What if I mess up? What if, what if, what if? What if? What if I hurt my kids because I yell them because I, my patience are thin and I need more patience, but they test my patience? And then what happens, moms, we beat ourselves up right over and over and over because we see everybody highlight real when well, they don't know yell at their kids, when well, their kids look perfect, their kid says cute stuff, my kid says dirty stuff, I'm still putting soap in their mouth. And I'm like, ah, ah. And what happens is you don't rest and you're exhausted. Jesus, come to me. Let me tell you something about Jesus. He loves your kids more than you do. And I know as a parent, that seems impossible. He's with your kids more than you are because He's with them 24-7. Even when they go to school, even when they go off to school, even when they get married and go out on their own, He's with them. He protects them more than you can protect them. So if I know that as a parent, How can I get to the point and to say it is well with my soul? Right, we do this at child dedication. We're about to do this. Have one in June. Parents come and they dedicate their children to the Lord, but then they want to hold on to them. I get that as a parent. I understand that to protect and do. But there comes a point, like God, I I trust you. I'm going to do my very best, but they're yours, and you're going to protect them because you have a purpose and a plan for their life. I don't know if you read a lot about church history and. This is a lady named Susanna Wesley. She actually got married at the age of 19 in 1688. She was 19 years old. She had 19 children. 19 children. Just the thought of that exhausted me. Nine of her children died of infants. She had a set of twins, four more uh, twins, and, and they died. So she had 10 children that she was raising. In fact, at one point her husband over a minor dispute church history you can read this through her journal left her with her 10 children she writes in her journal i didn't, I didn't read this the first service but I want, I want to read this to you this is just a glimpse in 1688 if she got married she has children nine of them pass away as infants ten she's now to raise by herself as a single mom she writes this in her journal and she's writing this letter to her husband who's away, who left her because of a minor dispute. She writes this I am a woman, but I'm also a mitre- mistress. She's writing this to her husband of a large family. And although the superior charge of the souls contained in it lies upon you, she says, You're just be the spiritual leader of our family, sir. You're just be the spiritual leader of our household, sir. She said, Even though it lies upon you, Yet in your long absence, I cannot but look upon every soul, these 10 children you've let leave under my charge as a talent committed to me under a trust. I've been entrusted. I got to do something with these 10 children. I got to raise these 10 children correctly. She says, I'm not a man nor a minister. Yet as a mother and as a mistress, I want you to listen to this. I felt I ought to do more than I had yet done. How, what, what do you have time to do more, Mom? you got 10 children to take care of. And so she wanted to make sure that she had soul rest in her life. So you know what she did? She set her 10 children down and she says, listen, Mommy needs to spend time with Jesus. And here's what Mommy's going to do, because there's not a room in the house that she doesn't go to that one of a child is there or 10 of them. She, she got clever and very creative. She said, here's what I'm going to do. When you see Mommy, take her apron And put her apron over her head I want you to know that mommy's spending time with Jesus and so the kids would come to the house and you can read in her journal she would take her apron and she would sit down in the kitchen she put her apron over her head where she would pray and she would speak and talk to Jesus and the kids knew don't bother mom don't talk around mom is spending time with Jesus well two of her sons Charles Wesley has penned over 6,500 hymns that we sing today even today Another one of her son, John Wesley, is the founder of the Methodist Church denomination of the Wesleyan Foundation. Because here's a mom who did not quit because I got to find soul risk. I have a losing nine children trying to raise 10 on my own. I still have to spend time with Jesus. Now, was she perfect? No. Did she make mistakes? Yes. Are you perfect? No. Will you make mistakes? Yes, but God knows that. And He still loves you and He still called you to be one of the greatest things on the planet. And that's a mom. So I want to encourage you that you will keep your eyes on Him. So real quick, dads, how can we help moms out? Do the dishes. Pick up your dirty socks and put them in the hamper. Man, moms, y'all missed it right there. Y'all would have amen me, right? Listen to me. I know, again, I know what you say, saying, but man, I work, man, I come home and I'm tired. I understand that. I get that. So I look at my wife, I say, honey, I can't do everything, but what's one thing I can do? And I, not that I'm perfect at this. That's like, what's one thing I can do? And she may say, if you could just get the kids bath and bed, that would be great. All right, I'll do it hey, if you could help just get the clothes and iron the clothes or, or okay, I, I could do that. I can't do everything, but what's one thing I could do? And I'm telling you, sir, if you'll go home after work every day and say, listen, what's one thing I do real quick to help you? Whatever she asks you to do it because you don't know what that means to her. You don't know how that helps her. You don't know how, how it helps her get further down the road and other things she has to do. So dads, you can lead the charge on that to help. And then kids, CLEAN YOUR ROOM! I was making sure y'all still here. I could see some of the kids. Mom, you bring me to church and that preacher says clean the room. CLEAN YOUR ROOM! Because you don't understand how far that goes. Listen, take your dish from the table to the sink. Can I get a witness, right? I mean, come on! Right? And you're like, man, this is like, I didn't know if I'd come to church to learn about this. This is the way that you could honor your mother because even the smallest task makes the biggest impression. For our family, there's six of us. We don't go through two outfits. We've got 18 pairs of shoes at the back door. You can't even get in our back door. Put your shoes up, right? But we don't understand how just a little thing, I'm taking my bowl, and I know this sounds so crazy. Watch this, to the sink, helps mom. Not just on Mother's Day. Okay, mom, what can I do? How do we do this every day? Because mom just carry a weight and a burden that we don't carry. So real quick, every mom needs encouragement. Every mom needs quality time. Every mom needs a hug. They need that touch that you love them and you're there for them. Every mom needs a little surprise every now and then. Spice it up. Give them a gift. Do something. Surprise them. And every mom needs help. And listen to me, church. Let's help them. Let's help our moms. Let's be that for them. I'm going to ask you to bow your hands. Again, I know that this is not a one-fit-all sermon because we all come from different backgrounds. I know that the emotion that's in the house at Grayson and those that watch online is a little different for person person because we've all had different ups and downs and highs and lows and experiences with our moms some of you right now moms listen your kids are gone and now you look back and go man I could have should have yeah we could do that all day but let me just encourage you it's never too late to start over it's never too late to start being a mom maybe you want there for your child but how can you now be there for and for your grandchildren It's never too late. It's never too late. But listen to me, mom, if you're here, the greatest decision you can ever make is to give your life to Jesus. Giving your life to Jesus will not make you a perfect mom. Giving your life to Jesus doesn't mean you won't make mistakes as a mom. But giving your life to Jesus will fill your heart with peace and grace that you can instill to your children in the next generation to come the greatest decision we could do for our families is to give our life to Jesus. The greatest thing we do for our life is give our life to Jesus. And if you're here today and you're watching online or you're at Grayson and you're not a Christian, I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for coming. And when I say Christian, I mean like you don't follow Jesus. Yeah, I might believe about him intellectually, but never really truly followed him. I want to encourage you to give your life to Jesus. Remember the verse I just read? He says, come to me all who are burdened. Some of you are so burdened by your guilt and your shame and your sins. Jesus says, if you'll come and bring that to me, I'll make sure your soul finds rest, peace in your life. So if that's you and you wanna give your life to Jesus, where you're watching online, and a mom, it doesn't matter, whoever you are, will you crowd with me to say, Jesus, I believe. I believe you came for me. I believe you died for me. And I believe you got up out of the grave for me. And today, I surrender my life to you. Now help me follow you all the days of my life. Now if that's you, online at one of our locations, will you go to the Next Step area as soon as the service is over? And let me tell you why. We have a resource we want to give you in your journey of walking with Jesus. You don't need to walk alone. We're here to walk with you. So if there's anything we can do to help you, please just let us know. Father, thank you so much for this great day. Another day of life, another day to worship you. God, we thank you for all the moms on the planet. God, we can't pick our family, but you picked them for us. And therefore, I'm thankful that you picked my mom for me. I'm thankful you picked my wife to be the mother of our children. And so God, today, will you give extra grace Will you give favor to every mother on the planet? That you would surround them with your grace and your love and your mercy. Would you whisper in their ear that you matter? That you're making a difference. Keep your head up. I've got a purpose and plan. Doesn't matter where you come from. Doesn't matter if you made mistakes. It doesn't matter if you slipped and failed. Guess what? Today is a new day. Let's start over. Because that's grace. Father, I can't wait to see what you're gonna do in and it through your people. We love you, Jesus. For it's your name we ask and we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us online today. If while watching this message, you were led to take a next step or made the decision to start following Jesus, we would love to celebrate with you. Let us know on our website at Next Steps To stay connected throughout the week, download the better life app and consider subscribing to our youtube channel or podcast lastly if you would like to support what god is doing through this ministry you can give online at betterlife.church/give now we're praying you have a great week and hope to see you again soon